Hello, I'm Craig Constantine. I'm Pedro Bessa. Hi, Pedro. Sorry, I hope I don't slaughter your name too bad. I always feel bad. I always want to get people's names pronounced the way they like them, but <laughs> please. Um, so we started talking a little bit beforehand um, about, I, I have a couple like really easy canned questions just to kind of get our juices flowing, It'd be kind of like a really simple movement challenge, right? Just let's start thinking out loud. And it didn't take you but three sentences to, to really go deep when I asked you about movement in your childhood. And you made a really, I, I think, a very astute, you know, like, a, a, like, yeah, that's a good point, about how you initially were interested in challenges and completing challenges and what would you have to do to be successful at some challenge, as opposed to understanding that you were actually training. So I'm wondering if you, if you have any more thoughts about that and if you remember, do you remember when it when it became training, like when you realized that what you were doing really was training? Yeah. So in the beginning, I thought about uh, movement, just like a, I said, like in a challenging way, just to uh, explore and try new things and try to develop myself. But uh, it wasn't parkour yet, just because I didn't know about parkour. So I came, I came from a background with BMX and skateboarding and all these things. So I used to play a lot with other friends and we didn't mind like trying new things, like trying things without the rollerblades, for example, just like, mm. let's just try to jump on that side. Let's just try to <laughs> find that tree. So it was part of my, my uh, childhood. So uh, then uh, once we were playing, uh, it, the magic just happened. Like we started to challenge and to develop. And when I heard about parkour, I was already, uh, not good in parkour, but I, I knew like how to use my bike. So first months, they were just like, uh, everything happened like really fast. I started to know the vaults and everything, you know, uh, but still like with this mindset of like just challenging, challenging, you know, and then uh, I think it was when I started meeting people that had more experience with parkour and they started to like give me these uh, perspectives of like, uh, you need to take care of your body, you need to last, like it's not just about doing it once, it's about mastering it, like all this type mm. of mindset mm -hmm. that I started to like think like, okay, I need to see this with a different view, like this guy know what he's saying, I can see the way he moves now, uh, he has much more control, he, he looks better like in general, like, so then it started to become like more training to me, but I was really young, I think I was around like 15, so first maybe two years of actual parkour, it was just like challenges and trying to get like new tricks and things like that, you know? Mm. Do you find that, so looking back, you know, now that part of the beauty of this is like you just un unpacked that in your head. So there are little stories that will have cropped up for you while you were thinking about like what to share. And when you look back on that period, do you feel like you still have that same childhood curiosity for exploration? Like, do you feel like you've managed to hold on to that to this day? Yeah, I do, definitely. Like, it's beyond only parkour, you know. Uh, I like to explore, like, new, uh, different types of, like, uh, working areas, maybe. Like, I, I work on a farm, and I work with uh, civil engineering. So I like to get to know things and see if I'm capable to, to not just learn, but to put on practice, you know. I have really this vision of, like, this kind of philosophical vision that you, if you learn something, 
you can apply it in different areas of your life. And I think one of the, the beauties is to explore and always try like to learn some, something new, you know? Mm -hmm. So I think it came with me and it really helped me with parkour, but uh, I, I don't do only parkour, you know, like I like to do a lot of other stuff. There are moments in my life that I train parkour a bit less because I'm focusing more on other stuff. Uh, so parkour is always there, but uh, I try to use this mindset of uh, exploring and the self-developing uh, with other stuff, you know, mm -hmm. other areas in my life. I, I love that you're like to me. I, I don't use the word the parkour word internally. To me, I, I think of the the French phrase, um, but whatever we want to call it. I love how you, how it it seeped into all parts of your life. Like it, it isn't this thing that you had to give up on. That that you yeah. obviously you have, but that you feel like it has been with you the whole way. Like it's it's one thing when we discover or somebody points out, hey, you're still doing that thing. But it's also really important when you are aware of that, when you realize like, yes, my love for this has has matured, but the, but it continues. And I'm wondering if you've ever found um, challenge navigating. Um, so there's a there's a tension, right? When you start to get good at it, and unless you're in a bubble all by yourself, then people want you to show them the thing or they want you to teach it or or somebody who runs a, a up in the States as a gymnastics facility, right? And they want you to like come and teach and they want to like structure it and formalize it. And I'm wondering how how your journey through the in the beginning, it's just totally organic. And then yeah. how do you navigate how much structure you add yourself? How much structure do you let others put onto it? Yeah, um, I think I came from like a parkour community uh, style of like training and, and teaching that was super natural because during practice, like the, the training will be already like a coaching session from like uh, everyone, you know, like we wouldn't like listen to just someone, but we always like try to give feedback to each other and figure out how to do that thing, you know. So in the beginning, when I started to not uh, properly like coaching, but I started to like lead a few training sessions and things like that, uh, it was just like more like this feeling of like, let's figure it out. You know, like I, I wouldn't even like plan a class or like a right. thing. It was more like maybe one theme and then let's just explore and go deep into it together, you know. And I think with time... Uh, got to know uh, the guys from Yamakazi, a few guys from uh, France, they visited uh, Brazil, and I was part of a group called PK uh, Max, and in the beginning, when we were more like a performance team, and we would do like more performance stuff, but then after we started meeting like uh, Blaine and Stefan Vigru and a few other guys, we, uh, they decided after a few years, uh, resuming the story, to start Baku Generations Brazil. And then I did Adapt Level 1. And then I, I started like to uh, understand better like how I should uh, create a schedule for my classes and what I wanted to reach and how to build those progress and to make it work and to be more uh, dynamic and at the same time get the physical, you know, uh, mm -hmm. I... I realized there was much more than that. And this was in 2012. 
So I did uh, the ADAPT Level 1, and then I started to coach properly with Parkour Generations Brazil, only outdoor. And since then, I think I stopped it maybe one year, one year and a half when I was finishing college. Uh, but I I've always continued to coach because, as you said, like you feel, I think, after you start training uh, for a while, uh, you feel like it's a duty to at least be there for people, you know, uh, to teach a lot from your experience. Uh, more like in a, in a feeling of like trying to get them free. Maybe that, I don't know if that makes sense. Like, but I don't, I don't want to tell them what to do, but I want to give them the mindset of like exploring, you know, what we started talking about. Yeah, I, I think you're spot on. Um, I... I'm just wondering what your thoughts are. So my personal opinion is that it's not necessary that somebody go and take like a formal certification and like learn how to be a coach generally and how to be a coach specifically with our court. Like, I don't think that's necessary, but it really, um, doing that, whether, whether it's, I mean, I'm, I've done the Parker Generations Adapt 1 and, and like I've trained with all those guys you're talking about. And yeah. yeah, it's, that's the quick way. Like if you want to get your house in order, go find somebody who's really good and have them show you how to coach. And then whether or not you become a coach, like things get super organized. But I'm yeah. wondering if, if somebody doesn't have the opportunity or, or maybe they're just not interested, I don't want to do certifications or formal coaching at all. Are there ways that they can direct their own training that would help them I'm going to say discover the same, like, you know, there's like this lesson that we're sneaking in there. You know, it's like feeding your dog a pill. You put it in the hamburger. There's a lesson about what art de and parkour, what they, what's really going on. And that's like comes in with the coaching specifics. Yeah. And I'm just wondering if like people are out there and they don't want to do coaching or they don't want to do certifications. Are there types of training that you think, or, um, ways to train with other people or train solo or you know like how, how can somebody get that same lesson by themselves if they can yeah uh, i think for you to coach yourself kind of you, you need to have a lot of you need to trust a lot in your values i think and i think a lot of the maybe still uh today but now we have a lot of coaches but a lot of people that started parkour like 15 years ago they had to start by themselves and to learn and to coach themselves that they only have like the friends and the community, but uh, you need to be honest with yourself. I think, I think it parkour is a lot of uh, acting at the same time that you get a feedback from yourself. Like it's a lot of action and they all have feedback and you need to talk to yourself and you need to be honest with yourself because you want the, the best for you. Not, it's not just about like what you want to do right now but what makes sense what's the best mm -hmm. and with that comes a lot of uh other values that i think are the most important ones instead of only uh technical knowledge you know like if you graduate uh, maybe a physical education or something i think it parkour still has a lot of this uh not very uh technical uh like it's not like maths you know like it's not uh specific so you have to feel and you have to uh, at least have, 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 you need to have a bit of experience with that so you can maybe be there one day and naturally you become a coach uh, because you, you live that experience, right? So you want to share uh, or you just 
coach yourself and you could you develop yourself without having anyone to be there uh, to tell you to do that or this because you're being super honest with yourself. So if you're able to train and if you have only early morning, you will do, you know, you're not going right. to. Also, we've become a lot of, uh, it's a lot of things, different values, but as many as you can focus and develop by yourself, I think the best for you to be coaching yourself. I'm just thinking, so you're mentioning values and there's that self-cultivation, this, this idea of, and, and everybody listening is going, yeah, yeah, yeah. When you train, you know that you're, you know, it's like uh, sculptures work in stone and bronze and parkour and like we work on ourselves, like the material is us. And I'm wondering if there's, is there, is there anything in particular, maybe like a, a specific value I'm not thinking so much of like deadlift strength, but like, is there something that you can remember that was transitional for you? So something that was maybe a weakness or something you had wrong in your younger years that you feel like you've worked through with parkour? Yeah, uh, physical uh, 100%. Like I've been always like a skinny kid. So when I heard that I just had to lift my own weight, I was like, oh, that's cool. I can muscle up with that, like fine. (laughs) So it was easy to me in the beginning but to take care of like my my joints and like more specific things and start to uh work on my mobility and understanding these things i think it was something that took me a lot of time to learn and to develop and it's something that maybe uh or you just need to be like uh, focused enough to like search for this knowledge or it's really good to have someone there to uh, guide you through like physical conditioning training so especially so you can like last longer so you can make like your body better and not just keep like destroying it you know Mm -hmm. uh i think the mindset to me was something that uh maybe because i did all those different sports and things like that i was always uh a bit extra careful you know i i try to push myself but i was never like uh insanely crazy you know or something like that so uh and also because i think i did a lot of different things uh not just like uh or like naturally but like other sports i think it was easier to uh understand the techniques because of my body because i was skinny as well like i could get the techniques uh without much problem you know so i think it was more the the physical uh knowledge and application So many. Sometimes I pause and I'm not at a loss for things. <laughs> Ask, I'm at a loss for, I can only pull on one thread. I, I'm wondering, um, and I'm also trying to be mindful of the time, uh, random seeming question. Yeah. Um, what's something that you think you're, the, the people, I'm going to say the people that you train with the most, what's something that you think they get wrong about you? Okay. Uh... I think I'm really focused on my training. So when I'm training, uh, I really don't want to just like chat, you know, and just uh, hang out. I want to train, you know. So sometimes for some people that maybe are not feeling maybe on that day like that or just doesn't work for them like that, uh, they maybe can see myself as uh, someone that's very, is not like, uh, I wouldn't say friendly or like something like that, but just uh, 
not very open hmm. to uh, live their moment uh, when we're doing parkour. Like, I'm really focused when I'm there in training, and I will train with the guys and have fun and everything. But if you're pushing a little like out of like this uh, focus at the moment, uh, I don't go a lot with that. I I rather just stay on my own than to stay with like everyone. If I want to train, of course. Hmm. I think yeah, that 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 was something I haven't thought. And when you asked, it just came like first thing. It's hmm. interesting to think about that too. <laughs> Thank you for sharing. I think it's. Um... I, I would definitely agree with you. I mean, there are times when I want to train and there are times when I want to socialize and sometimes they yeah. kind of look similar, but they're not <laughs> like it's different. Yeah, um, yeah. Sometimes you wind up with the, you know, with the, it turns into a jam, everybody's standing around and one person's training and everybody else is watching. Yeah. And then it's yeah. really more of a social, of a social gathering. Um, I'm a big fan of collecting stories. If you listen to enough of the podcast, you've heard me do this a lot. Yeah. And I'm just like, is there any particular story that you'd like to share today? Um, let me see. Can, can you try to pull a trigger? Uh, yeah. So oh. how about, um, what's the furthest you've ever been from home when you were training? Oh, um, the furthest, maybe Turkey. Hmm. In Turkey. And, and uh, what, what drew you there? What's the story that goes with that? Yeah, so let's talk about Jeremy Sanders then. <laughs> That's where I thought we were going to go next. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we will get there. I knew it. <laughs> anyway, uh, I got the opportunity to work in Dubai with Parkour DXP in 2017. I worked there for two years and I met Jeremy. And uh, by the end of my contract, Jeremy met someone uh, and she's from Turkey. So he went there a lot, like three, four times, because it's it's really close and the flights aren't that expensive. Right. And then like he was like, man, you should go to Turkey. It's super cool. I, I'm, I'm going. You, you're still here. Your contract is finished. So you should get to know like the place. So I went with him and hang out for like a week. And we trained it. We, we trained in the gym. We trained outdoor. I really liked the, the, the place. I stayed only in Istanbul, but it was super cool um rather than that just just dubai dubai is super far from brazil as well uh, i've been in europe as well uh realized like one of my my dreams uh was to go to lysis and when, when since i started i always wanted to go so i went there trained there it was awesome like no words to describe uh but yeah, I think Turkey was the, the farthest. And because I, 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 I train it on different places, I can like say that the feeling is always different. You know, like I, I could feel a different atmosphere, you know, like everything. I don't know, your body feels different, your mind feels different because you're you're not just very far from home, but you're in a different culture, different environment, you know. And it's really interesting, like the, the, the architecture is different, so different types of moves, different ways of moving. So it's really being like, uh, like having something new, not just like because you're in a new place, but everything feels new there, you know? So I, I really like to go uh, away and, and travel and train, you know? Uh, haven't done this for like two years now, but uh, I have a few 
places in mind and I hope I can make them next year. Terrific. Um, I know it's always shocking, but I think I'll just say, and of course the final question is three words to describe your practice. Yeah, I knew it. Uh, but I couldn't think of them. <laughs> so <laughs> it's not meant to be a trap. It's not meant to be a trap. Yeah, yeah. Just... <laughs> no, it's fine. Um, I think the first one it would be like uh, self growth, uh, self development, right? Uh, I think parkour is a lot, a lot about that. Uh, I think not just parkour, but uh, the mindset. I think it was one of the the greatest things that I felt like that helped me to develop myself to get to know me better. Um, what else? Uh, it, to me, it shows a lot of uh, discipline as well. I think uh, it's important because you have a lot of this feeling of like wanting to just do the challenge, just get, getting over with it, you know, like just say like I did, you know, just be brave. But after uh, some time, you find out that like it's a lot of, discipline actually to like in order to be free you have to like do what you should do what you feel like it's the right thing and not just what you want to do the whole time so it, it taught me a lot of discipline as well and uh, maybe I don't know the, the exactly word I want to say but like uh, maybe something related with sharing because I feel like you can train parkour on your own like forever, but uh, the magic of like just playing around with the environment and yourself and doing parkour, it's something really magical. Like I think like games uh, in parkour, like, you know, just having fun and playing a game, doing parkour, it's super fun. Like it gives you, it gives you the skills to have a lot more fun, you know, like it's like an adult fun, like another level. Uh, and if you're a kid, you're just like in another level of having fun as well, because you know your body, you know your capabilities, and you can push yourself and you can challenge with friends and you guys can create like a team and be around doing this, you know. And so I think it, this this part of like being with your friends and training, it's, it's magical, you know. I think it happens in everywhere. You, everyone has their, their tribe. Uh, and I think parkour was mine, so... Uh, it's something that I think it's super fun. I, I will never say that everyone should do parkour and it's the best thing. It's not about that. It's just that it's, it's just magical when you are on your tribe with your tribe, just training and having fun and doing something to challenge yourself and develop yourself. Most of all. So these three, those three, uh, those are a great three. I say that a lot because everybody comes up with great ones. Um, because it reflects your own personal experience. And I, I really love the fact that the very last thing that you brought up was basically the first thing that you brought up, which was talking about training together in childhood. I'm just like, I, it's, the, the guests do all the hard work. I just get to have cool conversations. But um, thank you so much, Pedro. It's a pleasure to meet you. Um, I definitely owe Jeremy a beer or something for the mentioning of your name. And thank you for taking the time to talk with me today. You're welcome, and thank you so much for the opportunity, Craig. It was really nice to meet you, and I hope we can catch up uh, again soon. Definitely. Okay. Thanks. You're welcome, man. Bye-bye. <laughs>